Chapter thirty five of An Essay on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan Ingraham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter thirty five of Sanctuaries. Are sanctuaries just? Is a convention between nations mutually to give up their criminals useful? in the whole extent of a political state there should be no place independent of the laws their power should follow every subject as the shadow follows the body sanctuaries and impunity differ only in degree and as the effect of punishments depends more on their certainty than their greatness men are more strongly invited to crimes by sanctuaries than they are deterred by punishment to increase the number of sanctuaries is to erect so many little sovereignties for where the laws have no power new bodies will be formed in opposition to the public good and a spirit established contrary to that of the state history informs us that from the use of sanctuaries have arisen the greatest revolutions in kingdoms and in opinions some have pretended that in whatever country a crime that is an action contrary to the laws of society be committed the criminal may be justly punished for it in any other as if the character of subject were indelible or synonymous with or worse than that of slave as if a man could live in one country and be subject to the laws of another or be accountable for his actions to two sovereigns or two codes of laws often contradictory there are also those who think that an act of cruelty committed for example at constantinople may be punished at paris for this abstracted reason that he who offends humanity should have enemies in all mankind and be the object of universal execration as if judges were to be the knights-errant of human nature in general rather than guardians of particular conventions between men the place of punishment can certainly be no other than that where the crime was committed for the necessity of punishing an individual for the general good subsists there and there only a villain if he has not broke through the conventions of a society of which by my supposition he was not a member may be feared and by force banished and excluded from that society but ought not to be formally punished by the laws which were only intended to maintain the social compact and not to punish the intrinsic malignity of actions whether it be useful that nations should mutually deliver up their criminals although the certainty of there being no part of the earth where crimes are not punished may be a means of preventing them 
i shall not pretend to determine this question until laws more comfortable to the necessities and rights of humanity and until milder punishments and the abolition of the arbitrary power of opinion shall afford security to virtue and innocence when oppressed and until tyranny shall be confined to the plains of asia and europe acknowledge the universal empire of reason by which the interests of sovereigns and subjects are best united End of chapter thirty five